It's a wonderful life. It's also a glorious life. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 through 14. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, He had His eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose He is working out in everything and everyone It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This signet from God is the first installment on what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. In the clip of It's a Wonderful Life, Uh, George and Mary are hoping, dreaming for this wonderful life. And they're standing outside of the old Granville Manor. And, uh, you know, for, for Mary, it's full of romance. It's a place I'd like to live in that house someday. But for George, I wouldn't live there if I was a ghost. <laughs> but throwing a rock to break a window to get a wish... George, what, what did you wish, George? I didn't just, you know, I just didn't wish for one thing. I had a whole hat full of dreams. You know, I'm going to travel. I'm going to get education. I'm going to build things. And what he said, just him dreaming and proclaiming, it was so inspirational that Mary picks up the rock and pauses it through some glass as well. What did you wish for, Mary? I'm not going to tell you. Mary, what do you want? How about the moon? I'll give you the moon. I'll take it. It's a beautiful scene about people, about us, about our dreams, about our plans, about our hopes, about our wishes. As you listen to George and Mary in that little clip of The Wonderful Life, they're, they're really asking and answering questions like these, you know, Who are we? And what are we living for? What gets our hopes up? What's the plan? How do we fit into design? Well, you know, what's coming? And for you and I, it's so great to read in the Bible that in Jesus, in Christ, this is what we find out. You know, we don't have to find an old breaking down, falling down manner and throw rocks through the windows In Christ, we find out who we are. Our identity is found through relationship to Jesus. What are we living for? I mean, every, every one of us is already thinking about the week ahead of us. And are, are we living for the job? No. We're not just living for the job. We're not just living for the paycheck. We're not just living... For the here and the now, there's much more that we're living for because in Christ, we've discovered what we're living for. We, we discover the designs on us. You know, before we <laughs> ever appeared on the planet, there was a plan for us. And it's a plan for glorious living. And we get to discover our, our part in His overall purpose for everything and everyone 
Now, we're playing a part in the history of God. And, you know, if we can discern what our part is, it's really great. Sometimes we, we start to yearn for what happened back then or yearn for what's coming next, and we miss out. This is our place. This is where we are in history. And if in my, I hope, 100 years, this is what my contribution is, so be it. Because I'm contributing to what was before me and what will come next. But this is where I fit in the overall plan and purpose of God. Wow. We, we find ourselves home free. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Don't you like the ring of those? Signed, sealed, and delivered. In Christ, we find ourselves signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit we're already receiving installment payments on eternity. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Guaranteed. It's in Christ. And really, in Christ just means it's in Jesus. By knowing Jesus, by having relationship with Jesus, by saying, yes, Jesus, I believe you are the Messiah. Yes, Jesus, I believe that you're the anointed one. Yes, Jesus, I believe that you are the king of all kings. It's in his kingdom. It's a kingdom that's come, and it's a kingdom that is coming. In that kingdom, we find out who we are, what we're living for, where we fit in the overall design. That's where we find ourselves home free, where the Holy Spirit says, sign, seal, deliver, citizen of the kingdom, participant of the kingdom, now and forevermore, amen and amen. That's the design on our lives, to be part of His kingdom. Now what's really crazy about that, the more that you and I discover who we are, why we're here, and how it fits within His kingdom, we really don't have much more time for anything else. There's lots for us to do in our neighborhoods and in the nations of the world when we know why we're here because of who we are. And we discover that in Jesus. What does Jesus have planned for us? Well, what He has planned for us in some ways, couldn't be said any better than what George said to Mary. Jesus, my friends, has given us the moon. He's given us everything. Everything that you and I would ever need today, yesterday, forevermore, He's given you and me the moon. And what are we going to do with the moon? And I love the imagery. Swallow it. And it dissolves. And then it begins to break out through our fingertips and out our toes. And our hair begins to have radiance because we take on the dignity and the power of our King. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, let your kingdom come. Establish the dignity and the power of your kingdom 
within me. That's giving us the moon. Establish the dignity and the power of your kingdom among us as a community of people following Jesus. He's giving us the moon. And send us out, Jesus. Send us out to our neighbors. Send us out to the nations with the good news of your kingdom. Because in Jesus, we have everything. Everything. And then I like the imagery of stop talking and give her a kiss. <laughs> stop talking. Let the Holy Spirit kiss you. There's an intimacy between us and the Holy Spirit. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're the beloved. Let God kiss us. Stop talking. Let Him give us the moon. Let His radiance begin to come through us. Stop talking. Let Him kiss us. Fill us. The outcome is what this paragraph calls a praising and glorious life. You and I have the opportunity day in and day out, and it doesn't matter what our occupation is. It doesn't matter if we don't have a job. It doesn't matter if we're in school or at home. It doesn't matter. Every one of us has the opportunity for the rest of today and tomorrow and the next day, as many days as we have. Every day is numbered. Every day is counted. God knows exactly how long we're going to be on the planet. And every day we get to live a praising and glorious life. You know, quite frankly, I don't know exactly what that is. Because I think we're still discovering what that is. But maybe the, 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 maybe the tiny thing is to wake, every, to wake up every day and not go, oh God, but oh God. I mean, I wake up as much as I try not to wake up before the sun rises. I just am wired that way. And every day I sit at my kitchen table and I watch for the sun to rise. And every day the sun rises, I say, thank you, God. I praise you, God. Such splendor, such beauty. I know that that's part of having a praising life, acknowledging there is a God and He loves us and it's a new day and there's beauty and splendor around us. Thank you. Then most days I go out when it's a little bit brighter and I can read my Bible. I simply go out with my Bible. I sit down in a chair and I take so many deep breaths And I just say, I just want to hang out with you, Jesus. I just want to experience relationship with you. Those of us that have been married, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't always, you don't always talk to your spouse, do you? I mean, Susan would wish I would talk more at times. 
There are times she says, I've been talk- doing all talking, your turn. <laughs> but there are times you just want to be together saying nothing. Steve and Mary Ann. They don't need to be talking right now. But they're together. We don't always have to talk when we're with Jesus. We can just kind of like be with Jesus. And when we're with Him, to feel His presence. I mean, to feel His presence. There are mornings that I take four deep breaths and I'm overwhelmed that Jesus is right here and Jesus loves me. And I feel that. I just don't know it. I'm feeling that. I'm spending time with... And it's not long. I mean, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. That's part of a praising life. And out of that short time of praise, that can lead to a glorious life because I'm inviting Jesus to order my day. I want your your dignity and your power to come through everything that I'm doing today. Whether I'm meeting with a person, I I want to treat everybody I meet today with dignity. And when I run into things today that I can't handle, I invite your power. Would you please empower me? to do that which in my own self I can't do. Help me figure out stuff. Give me your wisdom. I mean, most of you know that I build stuff. I don't know how to build stuff all the time. I mean, I have now some history of building stuff. But there's still times I'm standing on the edge going, wow, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And there are times that I pray through the night. You know, tomorrow, I've got to build something tomorrow, Jesus, and I've never built it before. And I need some help here. And he gives wisdom, skill of building, skill of living our life. That's a glorious life. He's wanting to supply us each and every day with thanksgiving, ways to honor him, ways to live a dignified and glorious life. And every one of us, every day, have so many opportunities to make a choice to live in relationship with Jesus. And when we understand that that's connected to this plan, this design, this kingdom come and coming, that's where I come to, you know, we don't have time for other stuff. I was thinking, this this is going to sound really weird, but but I was facing some temptations recently. And and as the, you know, I, I'm getting wiser about t- when I can recognize temptations. I'm not as naive as I used to be. I probably wasn't as, na- as naive then either, but I pretended to be. But the more I understand why I'm here and how I serve the purposes of the kingdom, it's not perfectly there. But sinning isn't as much fun as it used to be. The pleasure of doing what is right, the pleasure of serving our King, the pleasure of living a glorious and praising life, the pleasure of doing that is greater than giving in to my own selfishness, my own transgressions. Now, last week, I introduced you, and maybe it wasn't the first time, to the Flying Scotsman, Eric Little. 
And Eric says this to his sister Jenny. Jenny, God made me a praising life. He says, God has a plan for my life. He understood where he fit within the overall design of life. And Jenny, God made me fast. And Jenny, when I run, I feel his pleasure. My friends, that is a picture of a praising and glorious life from someone that won a gold medal and a bronze medal in the Olympics. Now, I asked you to think about you. You know, when we're living life, I ask that each of us think about, well, when I blank, I feel God's pleasure. And so, because I said earlier, I'm not really sure exactly how, I don't know all the details of a praising and glorious life. But I know that, that Eric Little is a picture of that. And some of the ways that I've tried to describe it are a picture of that. But some of you may want to come. And I don't want you to preach the next sermon. I just want you to come up and say, when I fill in, in your blank, I feel his pleasure. Just, just give us that, that sentence. So for those of you that discovered something this week, I'd like you to come up and your part, you're illustrating the glorious and praising life. Okay? So anybody want to anybody want to come? Just come one at a time. When I blank, you've got to fill, I can't fill in the blank for you. I feel God's pleasure. Dance, a praising and glorious life. I wrote down dance and worship and swim. When I? When I dance and worship, when I swim underwater and see his creation, and when I went to Chile, I felt his pleasure. <laughs> Great, what an assortment. You know, dance, worship, swim underwater. That's, don't be tempted. Are you kidding me? Swimming underwater is a great thing. Quiet. Really quiet underwater. You can really hear God underwater. That's why we baptize people. <laughs> <laughs> so great. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm going to the nations and I'm delivering the good news, I feel His pleasure. Okay, great. Keep it common. We, we want to, what's a, what is this glorious and praising life? Who's next? I feel His pleasure when I speak 
the hope that God gives us to others. Cool. This conversation with others. Mike's not talking about, I mean, he could talk, he think about, but he's really talking about being one-on-one in a coffee shop and having a conversation with people. That's the picture, right? Yona? When I draw or travel or uh, when I hug people, (laughs) I feel God's pleasure. I do. All right. Start working around the room. Here we go. (laughs) It's great. We're doing great. Remember last week you couldn't say when I go to a meeting, you can't say that. Though I know God is pleased when we meet together. But we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Drawing, hugging people, swimming, everyday stuff. Anybody else? I I love listening to Dave. (laughs) When I model his leadership at work, I feel his pleasure. Awesome. I'm really grateful. Dave is getting resettled in Colorado, and I'm going to really miss him being around us. He's got some of the greatest thoughts. I just really appreciate you. And you not only do leadership at work, you, you provide that for us and as we hang around you. So, Now, following Jesus, leading people in the way that Jesus leads people, I feel his pleasure. Right. These, I think, are snapshots of a glorious and praising life. So let me make some suggestions for us this week. Take some time to listen. Life is really busy. So find your place. My place is in my backyard. Find your place. Stacy's is on her front porch. I picked up from Facebook yesterday. Find your place. Take time to listen. And as you listen, begin to hear the truth of His kingdom. His kingdom come, His kingdom coming. And make a decision as you listen to the truth of our King and the truth of His kingdom. Make a decision. The decision, I'm going to trust the only one who delivers completely on His promises. My friends, Jesus is the only one who delivers completely on His promises. Now, the more we become like Him, the more we will completely deliver on our promises. But we got a long ways to go. So we're going to continue to let each other down. We don't want to. It's not our intention. But Jesus is the only one that completely delivers on His promises. There's nobody else on the planet that does that. So trust Him. And then finally, receive the Spirit of truth. Stop talking. And let the Spirit come close. Close enough to really feel like a... He's the first installment of what's coming. He's the down payment. So as we experience relationship with the Holy Spirit, 
then we're beginning to experience our eternity now. He's letting us experience in the now the forever. Again, I I can't tell you enough that once we begin to have those experiences, life takes on a whole new dimension. I still keep doing the same stuff that I do, but there's something different about it because He is inviting me and us to live a glorious and praising life. It's time for me to stop. It's time for me to encourage us. As soon as I say amen, those of you going to uh, Young Life's epic adventure, scoot, go, and go uh, just you know, learn about Young Life. If you can, uh, stay. If you'd like to ask questions or for us to pray together, we kind of do that over here. Mix and mingle, finish off the coffee, and then uh, let's go and enjoy living this praising and glorious life. So if you'll stand with me and let me pray. Father, I simply want to say thank you that you have given us the moon in Jesus. By giving us Jesus, you've given us everything. We know who we are. We know why we're here. We discover where we fit into the panorama of human history. We, we know where we fit in, in, from the past to the future. And Lord, you're inviting us to live a a quality of life that is far greater uh, than any quality of life we could ever discover on our own. So I just stand before you and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Holy Spirit, I invite you to sign and seal and deliver the installments on eternity for us as a community. May we grow more and more into a community of people that reflect our eternity. Where this world is going, that the new heaven and new earth, we would begin to see shades of it in our life together as a community. And Lord, would we be a people that would invite others, come, come into this life with us. Come into relationship with our God. Come into relationship with each other. We love each other. We care for each other. We forgive each other. Lord, let us together live a praising and a glorious life. You have given us everything for that to be possible. So thank you. Uh, Thank you, in Jesus' name.